Mike Perch at the far end of the bar. And a very good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Benny Boy. How are we? Oh, very well, thank you, Richard. And how are you today? Well, funny you should ask. Oh, here we go. It's, it's always an air of jeopardy, isn't there, asking that question once you get to a certain <laughs> age. Oh, you know, God. I've got to ask, but, you know, we, anything could happen now. Well, <sighs> I, I, I avoid people when I go shopping. Anyone I know, because... I've got to that age now where if you see somebody and you say, oh, hello, mate, how are you? They tell you. Yeah, and I yeah. really don't need, because I know what I'm like. I'm falling apart. So mm-hmm. therefore, everybody else is falling apart, same age as me. And But I don't tell people. Oh, I do actually, don't I? I tell you. I have one little observation before we move on there as well. In the sentence... I avoid people when I go shopping. The words when I go shopping are not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's like having your own chat bot. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, now, are you across AI? Um, yeah, I'm all about the AI. Are you? Good yeah. boy. Uh, it's going to be, like, problematic. Yes. But also um, solutionise. Yes. I don't know made that word up. Um I'm getting more across the AI at the moment because mainly of the American writer's strike, which mm. does affect me a little bit because um, we've got a couple of projects out there which are on hold. And it's also why this week's podcast is very short. Yeah, but we haven't got any American writers on it at all. And we usually have several. Um, but uh, one of the things that came up in the... Um, uh, well, it's not even negotiations yet, but uh, in the things that they've been talking about is the use of AI and mm. the fact that uh, a lot of producers and studios are, are thinking, well, we don't need writers anymore. We just get AI to write our stories. Mm. And I'm sure that AI can write our scripts and uh, maybe a little bit of tinkering around, putting in a few commas and full steps and maybe a semicolon if they really want to do that kind of thing. And yeah. then the writers uh, will earn far less Mm. Um, so I thought I'd give it a go. So I've been you did fiddling around with um, some because you have to put quite a very, a very specific scenario into the AI screenwriting scenario, mm. um, so that it comes back with a scene because it, it can't cope with more than a scene at a time. Okay, um, interesting. And I've tried it three or four times now, mm. and. I can I can report back that after spending untold billions on this, mm. it is uh, to use the vernacular, utter crap. Oh, oh dear! I was really surprised. Uh, I was surprised that they, it hadn't managed to format anything. I was surprised that it looked so hackneyed mm. that it wouldn't even make a drama on Channel Five. Hush my mouth! How dare you! Ah, uh, indeed. So I tried it again, altering what I because because you know it's it's that thing about it's only as good a computer is only as good as what you put into it. You can't polish a turd. There yeah. you go. There's the phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I polished it and put it back in again. And <laughs> not uh, recommended asked, by doctors, by the way. <laughs> asked <laughs> asked it to uh, try one more time, and it still was rubbish. Okay. It really wasn't good, so it's put what, me off a little bit. What was the scenario that you? Well, I can't say. I can't say too much because it is a live script. Oh. It's something I'm writing at the moment, oh. and if and if I tell you, 
then I am broadcasting that information to so many people out there, yeah. and they're all going to jump up on my bandwagon. Mm. But it's funny <laughs> you should say that, because the other day... You're assuming, by the way, that our listener can string a sentence together independently, and uh, I'm here to tell you that is not the case. I think you'll find our <laughs> listener is a chatbot. Now, <laughs> the, the, uh, now, the other day I was uh, clearing up because I do work in a tremendous mess. Mm. But I know where everything is. You do? Well, usually. It got to the stage where I was thinking, well, I know it's under that pile somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought I'd better have a, a bit of a clear-out. So I've had a massive clear-out in the office. <laughs> and I found a box, which is quite interesting. Right. Um, in, a, is... in a worrying way? No, well, no, not in a worrying way at all. Um, I, When I get ideas... Over the years, traditionally, I've kept them uh, all together in a massive file, mm. alphabetically indexed. Cross? No, I don't. I write it on a piece of paper and <laughs> I, I chuck it in the box. That's what I do. <laughs> I was going to stop you and say this is obviously crap. It's just <laughs> rubbish. There's no way you've done any cross indexing. I write it on a piece of paper and I throw it in the box or I keep it keep yeah. it on the uh, the the top of the desk and then eventually that makes its way I don't know by some magical process mm -hmm. into the box and on the side side of the box is the word ideas right and that's it well and I and I I I pulled out a few and I thought I don't remember any of this mm. I'd like to read you if I may some of the things that I've written on a piece of paper over the years, yep. thrown in the box, okay, and see what you think. Am I sensing an Alan Partridge uh, monkey tennis well, moment? There, 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 might be a, there might be a touch of that. <laughs> there, there, there might be a touch of, what in God's name is that supposed to mean? Smell my cheese, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, idea number one. It, I, I, I'm just, I'm just. This is no set. I've not edited this at all. This is just I, what I've written on the piece of paper. I cannot tell you how excited I am. Oh, you'll be <laughs> less on. excited once I've started reading these things. <laughs> the investigator, an old guy, mm. seemingly mad, mm. who has a bee in his bonnet about something seemingly daft. Right, but it transpires that it's the key to opening a door into something incredible. Ooh. He has a young, cynical sidekick. Ah. That's where it. Did, where did this come from? That's it. That's it. That's the thing? That's it. Like ah. I say, it's, it's, it just, as it comes out of the head, I write it down and throw it in the box. Can I ask at this point, before we go any further, uh, are you giving permission for these ideas to be fed to an AI chatbot to see what they come up with? Uh, I am. And I am. Uh, I would like I would like participation in the back end, right. uh, if that's not too bad. Wouldn't we all, mate? Yes. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Uh, you make one mistake and it gets worse throughout the night. Yeah. So, yep, I see. So you make you make one mistake in the beginning of the evening. No, no, I, no, 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 no it doesn't say that. It, uh, I'm it just, just trying says, to flesh it out. Make, no, you can't flesh it out. You can't. Well, you, well, well, I suppose you could. Someone's got to turn make it into a story. <laughs> you make one mistake, and it gets worse throughout the night. Okay, I don't know. Um, 
I think this was, was, was this, this is was that an idea or was it something that had happened to you and you were just kind of writing it down bitterly? <laughs> you make one mistake. Don't don't forget. Never make a mistake. Because <laughs> it'll just get worse throughout the night. Um I think this must be the title of something. Mm. Uh, this is a punny title as well. I don't usually go for a punny title. No, you've told me off for being punny yeah. in the past. Um it Many says times. Save the Whales, W A L E S. And underneath <laughs> Old building being sold for redevelopment. And I, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, oh, that probably means like the Prince of Wales, possibly a pub or an okay. old cinema, something like that. Yeah. I can see the scenario now stretching out before me. It's a, it's a fight by the local people to save a, a once loved old building mm. from development. See, the um, whole thing is there in two lines. Is, was, is that it? No, that's it. That's all I've got. Save the whales. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Red carpet opening. Mm-hmm. No idea. See, at this at this point, it strikes me that it's an absolute miracle you ever wrote a thing. I know. Well, <laughs> this is obviously why I never go back to the box. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, sure when you've written ideas on the side of this box, you didn't mean to write litter? <laughs> Recycling. Okay, here's another one. Guy okay. cleans up his act. Totally. Puts all the bad and very bad stuff to bed. And then he's knocked down. Death claimed him, but he's not ready to be dead. How does he get back to his girl? So, so is he an angel? Yeah. Does he return to Earth once he's he's lost, he's gone? Floating on a cloud, he comes. Heaven back. can wait. That kind of that kind of thing. He comes back, and only his wife can see him. Well, oh, Ramblin' Hotcook, deceased. Oh. Um, here's another one for you. Bob isn't there idea. because Bob was fired. That's it. I have no idea what that means. I've no. I mean, it could mean anything, couldn't it? At this point, this is descending into something more akin to the random musings of a madman. Yes. <laughs> this this has got a bit more flesh on the bones. Old guy's football story. Yeah. Going down, relegation. If they do the ground... Oh, oh, if they do, the ground will be sold by the new chairman and demolished for a supermarket. Four old players needed to save the day. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on Ooh. a minute. I think it's, it this uh, week? it's the chiropractor back on the phone, everyone. <laughs> it's the blooming psychiatrist. I told you not to read things out of that box. Oh. <laughs> Old guy's football story. Going down. Relegation. But if they do, the ground will be sold by the new chairman mm. and demolished for a supermarket. Ooh. Four old players needed to save the day. But they're not in good nick. One has the honour of missing the penalty that would have secured promotion. Oh, so he's an old player who missed a penalty in his heyday. Right. So they would have gone up, but he missed it. And, and then his life went to hell. And now he's one of four players. They're getting back to play for the club. There you that's go. all they can afford. Okay. And he's the guy who'll have to take the penalty to keep them up to save the club. Ooh. Oh, hang on. This is a bit plot heavy, this one. Mm. And he'll be the only old player left on the pitch. I quite like that. That should be called um, Centre Circle. 
Full center circle. Full circle. Full center. Something. There's a combination of that idea and circle. The story's circular. He missed the penalty. And now he's got to score the penalty. Oh, coming first. Coming yeah. full circle. Mm, that, or that's, or yeah. how about studs or the boot room? Mm. Or, um, I don't know. Okay, well, that, for... that's good. That's got merit, that one. Yeah, that, that's got something yeah. about it, put that, it. Put that in a different pile. I would. Okay. That's a maybe. Um, oh, there's quite a long one there. Oh, I'm not going to say that because that might actually make something. Um, mm. Fine. All right. One final thing. It's written on a strip of paper. It says, a looming nemesis, an abhorrent predicament, unpredictable behaviour, uncanny mannerisms, and above all, the internal conflict culminating in despair. Gosh. Triumphant or not, it's the grinding journey that makes the story enthralling and worth its salt. Wow. That sounds like a memo to me to not write crap about whether or not Bob is dead or not, <laughs> or whether he was fired. <laughs> so there you are. This is a little insight into the writer's life for you. And it, uh, uh, it all goes in the box, and sometimes it comes out, and it's yeah. magnificent. If you throw enough peanuts, you'll get a monkey. Is that the uh, is that the idea? If there? you throw enough peanuts, you get an elephant. Okay. Um, so I suggested earlier that we someone might like to feed that into an AI bot and see what happened. But I'm I'm not confident suggesting that, and I'll tell you for why. Because in the uh, lead up to tonight's episode being recorded, your phone. Uh, recorded and then uh, made a transcript of what of the conversation that you and I had, and I'm I'm here to read it out to our listener. Dear listener, this is this is the final episode in this run. Mm. Uh, this is otherwise known as barrel scraping. What's going on here? Yeah, very quiet. Try again through my speakers. Are not true to the settings and boots. Audio input on the external. What price of the hearing you can hear you through the speakers here around at the top of your screen as there's an icon that looks like a loudspeaker? Yeah, yeah, no, no, on the right-hand side of the Zencaster to think I've got the audio video settings and that's all. Set my microphone as normal for output and input. Stop. Take a breath. That's all right. I've done that. Yes, I've got personal hotspot, no networks, other networks, Wi-Fi settings. Oh no, mic bow. Mic mode, is that right? I don't know why it says mic mode. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'd watch that. <laughs> that is that is Channel 5, Thursday that, night. That is, um, <laughs> that is nearly as good as... Uh, I don't know which... I was watching the Eurovision semi-final last night. Mm. Uh, we are in Eurovision week. Uh, and there was a fella who seemed to be singing a science fiction song surrounded by the Borg. Okay. From yeah. um, Star Trek. Yeah. Right. The next generation, the Borg. Um, and Which that, country? That, that made about as much sense as, as if, if he, in fact, he could have been singing those very, very lyrics. <laughs> he may as well have been. Is that what may you're saying? May as well have been. Yeah. I mean, it had a beginning, a middle. And and more middle that story. So, <laughs> and then was just left floating in air. Talking of Eurovision, I was there at the last one uh, in Birmingham Symphony Hall. 
Uh, the last one in the UK. Yeah, because I was um, still working on um, BBC television at the time. Uh-huh. And um, when we heard it was going to be Birmingham, because that's where I was based, mm-hmm. um, we got tremendously excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, the entertainment department was like a, a coiled spring, ready to leap into action. I expect the natives of Birmingham were all very excited as oh, well. Oh, yeah, and they you were. You could tell when they said, I'm really excited. I'm really excited, I am. <laughs> Dead excited, actually. To rob it. I can't um, tell you how excited I am. So uh, I was called to a meeting. Mm. Called to a meeting. And uh, the whole department uh, sent me off waving flags, thinking that I Give would come hooray. back come yeah. back with, with all kinds of merry things to tell them about mm. the involvement that we would have. Uh, and basically, it was just a, a, a big planning meeting with uh, quite a lot of people, high-end people, um, uh, just to inform us that um, uh, the whole thing had been cast from London mm. and we didn't have to worry. Yeah. Oh, well, that was all right. That was fine. That was fine. But because I was kind of running things in Birmingham at the time, I got a VIP ticket Ooh, on the night. Right. Now, everybody in my department was going to go. Mm. But they were in the uh, in the gods, right at the back. Okay, and I'm sat with the uh, the suits, the the you know the the pucker BBC people that you'd know in your own suit, in my own suit, and Mrs. Lewis had her own suit on as well. Oh, when when was this? 90? This was um, the last time we won it was Katrina and the Waves. Mm. Oh, Katrina Leskinich, right? Uh, uh, 1998, Uh, Okay, I think. Katrina the Waves had won the year before, uh, so therefore we got the honour to mount the whole thing. Mm. And uh, it was at uh, Symphony Hall in Birmingham. Uh, Terry Wogan, Ulrika Janssen. Of course. Who was great. And uh, it was the year that Dana International won. Oh, that was a big thing, wasn't it? It was. I remember. Yeah. Darn it, international. But I got invited to some damn good parties after that. Did you get to go to the same one? Or maybe this was the year before, actually. I was reading an interview with Katrina from Katrina and the Waves. And she was saying she was at an after party. And the aforementioned Terry Wogan was there. And um, he, uh, she remembers turning around and seeing him with a pint of Guinness in one hand, a glass, a flute of champagne in the other, and an Irish whiskey balanced on his head. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Do you know, that wouldn't be far off. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Terry liked to drink, yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, that was a tremendous night. I mean, nothing like his big. Uh, I mean, we thought it was huge at the time, but um, mm. it's nothing like as big as it is now. I mean, it is immense. The well, whole Europe, the, you know, they have to build specially, uh, you know, uh, specially built to places to house these things these days, or, or you know, clear well, out. Your, I was in the old um, warehouses. I was in Liverpool, funnily enough, uh, a couple of weeks ago to watch um, an Everton game, which we don't need to talk about, and uh, I stayed in the hotel that's in the. So this year in Liverpool, they're using two conference centres, basically. And in the middle is a hotel, and that was just happened to be the hotel I was staying in. And already, this was two weeks before the event, there was like a, a ring of steel being put up yeah. and security guards everywhere. Yeah. And um, I got chatting to a couple of locals who were uh, getting a bit frustrated already 
at that point with the amount of kind of shenanigans that was going on. But um, massive thing for the city, obviously, and uh, great exposure, etc., etc. So hope it all goes off well. And uh, traditionally, the BBC have, have uh, reserved the BBC One channel for the Saturday night final. And mm. all the semi-final stuff has been on, you know, a sub-channel. BBC Three, I think. BBC mm. Three have uh, done it over the past year. But this year, probably because the BBC have, you know, put an awful lot of money into this. They're getting their money's worth out of it. And uh, everything's on BBC One. So, oh, really? first semi-final last night... Mm. Didn't didn't see Mrs. It, Lewis me. dragged me in and said, "Sit down and watch this." Do you remember when we went? Um, well, Lord alive! Did she drag <laughs> you in? You're a, you're a, you're a Eurovision fan, aren't oh, you? Oh, I am, but not semi-final. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not, not a real thing. No, yeah. I'm Saturday night fan. Mm. Um, I like the big surprises, but um, uh, well, there were quite a lot of big surprises. I was. I've moaned in the past year or two about how some of the more extremely um, weird acts don't make it to the Saturday night show yeah. anymore, which I think is a shame because, you know, Eurovision is, is nothing if it doesn't have the odd surprise weird act. Mm. And there was plenty on... This is obviously why they're all in the semi-finals. Oh. But I can assure you that at least two of the acts that I saw last night are... Not on the edge of weird, but way beyond. Extremely, uh, extreme weird. Yes, well, uh, times ten. Okay, what were With they? extra weird on top. Were they, by any chance, Finnish? <laughs> well, I was hoping they would. <laughs> and quickly. <laughs> they begin, now finish quickly. Mm. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. Uh, um, Croatians, maybe. Okay. Uh, Slovenians or Slovakians, mm. maybe. I I can't. You know, I I didn't have my score sheet out making notes at the time. But um, but there's some pretty interesting stuff coming your way on Saturday evening. Should you watch it? Should you watch it? Yeah. But of course you won't be watching it because you'll be watching Shakespeare on BBC Four. Yeah, I'd like to go for the highbrow culture. If I can't yeah. find any Shakespeare, I'll settle for some Tosca. Oh yes. Many a many a person, many a person says to me that uh, that Ben Orr, he's uh, he's a bit of a Tosca, isn't he? No, I, I, yeah, I. I just found another piece of paper in me in my box here. Okay. It says Jim the Lion. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's all it says. Very. Very raw, that one, isn't it? Jim, Jim the Lion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so, um, um, so this is kind of our swan song for this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it true that you're you're clearing off at the pub? Well, I've heard a rumor. Oh. And uh, it's hard to substantiate. Right. But. It's possible that um, the rat and thistle is no longer requiring of my considerable charms and oh talents. Oh dear! Um, as you know, the prophets have taken a massive leap uh, well, since, since James took Oliver over. took over in the in the kitchen. Yeah, we've um, with the cheese and onion rolls and the pickled eggs. Tripled the sales of the rolls. Um, I've introduced some uh, interesting guest ales. 
and uh, some foreign wines, which have gone down very nicely. Um, so, you know, I will be making the case that the brewery would be fools. Fools. Fools to to let me go. And in fact, conversely, they should be investing in me as a, a, a person and a landlord, uh, the facilities at the Rat and Thistle. I've, I, have, I have amazing plans for a garden area um, with some suitable activities for the children and somewhere to tie your dogs up and and the ponies um so and you change the sawdust on the floor three times a month yep and i've only reused it four or five times in the sandwiches <laughs> so it would be a crying shame wouldn't it it would be don't a crying think? shame well we'll have to find um, out well, what we would you do with your time is the big question well i, I don't know I, uh, you know, I, I couldn't come out on a night without, you know, popping in and saying hello, and Once we might week. have to meet in a bus shelter or something. I'm, I'm like a, a refuge that you you come and, uh, you know, escape your your daily stresses from. Yes, a refuge. Yeah. <laughs> and also very handy for you being so close to the chippy. Yes. Bag of chips on the way home tonight. And I'm sure Mrs. Lewis will be absolutely devastated if Got you it. remain at home. If I if I say to week. her, we'll stay in and watch reruns of the Eurovision Song Contest mm. rather than me going out the house, she might have something to say about that. Because usually, Eric from next door pops round. Oh, oh, yes, he's teaching her woodworking. Is he? Yes, she's learning mortise and tenon joints at the moment. On the lathe. I've no idea. <laughs> if I knew what that was, I could comment. Um, perhaps you should uh, just write that little uh, vignette down and, and put it in your box of ideas. Oh, yes. Well, uh, Morton, uh, she, he's teaching her how to put things together. And the, Eric the Woodworker. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, there you are. Jim the Lion, Eric the Woodworker. <laughs> That's all you need to write down. Yes. Eric, Eric the Woodworker, full stop. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you've written whole dramas, haven't you? I mean, I hour-long special yeah. episodes. Yeah. And episode after episode of of, of comedy shows, yeah. one-liners for this some of the I most never go famous. Back to the box. I always think when I write these things down on a piece of paper, there are obviously things that, and I write them down on my phone now. And so they're notes on my phone. So if I go back through my notes, occasionally there'll be something there that makes a lot more sense than some of these things. But this is a box that's obviously been around for a long time. Mm. Um, and um, there was a scattering of things in there. And the trouble is that the longer you go um, without looking at these, the less they mean. Mm. Um, although the, the thing about the football team, I quite like that. We might go right where That sounds like a film to me. There's something in that, I think. Yeah, I think there might be some Channel 4 money in that. Yeah. Lenny's Losers. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 People Lenny's love that losers. sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, okay, well, um, well, maybe uh, if if I am turfed out the pub, that could be um, what we do instead, is get together once a week and we develop the Lenny's Losers, the film. Yes, okay. Well, Lenny's Losers, the podcast. <laughs> well, wherever we are, whatever we're up to, it will be nice to come back in the autumn and um, mm. 
and have another chat. Last year we said we'll be back in September and we turned up at Christmas. Oh, did we? So we'll hope to do a little bit better than that at okay. least. But yes. uh, at some point in the yet-to-be-determined, uh, not-too-distant future, we With shall this or, reconvene. or another podcast of some description. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on this channel. <laughs> Is that what they call them? No, um, not anymore. So you won't need to adjust your dial. Um, um, is that what they say? And um, it's been a, it's been emotional. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, we've I'll enjoyed. I'll have a leg before I go. All of your companies, as it's tonight, as it's our last show. I'll buy you a drink. Oh, you'll buy me a drink. And, yeah, and on that note, dear listener, on that bombshell, we will say <laughs> reservoir, and we'll see you next time, whatever that may be. Cheers. That's time at the far end of the bar. You've been listening to Richard Lewis and Ben Orr. Find the fellas on all the socials. Just search hashtag TFEOTB or send them an email. It's thefarendofthebar at gmail.com. Most importantly, spread the word. Tell your friends and enemies, colleagues and family about this amazing podcast you've been listening to. We'll love you forever. Forever.